0: You're listening to the Candid Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hey, girls, welcome back to the canon conference podcast. So happy you're here. Today, we're going to talk about something that I've been kind of touching base on for a hot minute in some of my episodes and on my you know Instagram stories. But I didn't quite have the term for it. And when I found out this term, I was like, Oh, my God, like, I've noticed this for years. And really in the past year. Or so I've been kind of studying this in myself and in others. And now I'm like, I really have an understanding of this because I have a name for it. And that name is the hedonic treadmill, also known as hedonic adaptation. And this is really interesting because this is the concept. It's it's the tendency that humans have to very quickly adapt to changing circumstances in our lives. So we often think, you know, if I if I got this promotion, if I buy this new car, if I change up my wardrobe, if I, you know, finally meet somebody to, to like date, we think that things are going to change so drastically in terms of our happiness, like we subconsciously think it's going to make us happy. And we very quickly adapt and then we want something else. Right. So it's like this treadmill concept. And it also is it's also in negative circumstances. You know, we think if this failure happens, it's going to ruin our lives and we'll never get over it. And we typically normalize pretty quickly to life events that happen negatively as well. So I'm sure you guys can relate to this concept. But let's dig into it. It's so interesting to me. And I hope you guys can take something really, really valuable and really real away from this episode. So I was at a Christmas party, you know, a couple weeks ago. And this, <laughs> this came up where I was asked "Would I lose an eyeball for a million dollars. And I immediately had deja vu because Several years earlier, I was um, with coworkers in my job at the time and the same exact question came up. I think we we're talking about Fetty Wap because he has like a glass eyeball, you know, and it was like, oh, but like he's rich and famous. So who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like he probably doesn't care if he's missing an eyeball because he gets to be rich and famous. And at the time the question came up, would you lose an eye for a million dollars? And I was like, hell yes. Like, of course I would. Right. And I was somebody at the time who thought that I would do anything for a million dollars. Right. Like that sounds amazing. It sounds like all of our problems would be solved. It sounds like we would be happy and like we could do whatever we wanted. But at this Christmas party, when someone asked me that, I was like, absolutely not. Like and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like I would. I would. I'm thinking, what are you going to do with a million dollars? Like, yeah, you could do some pretty awesome things. Right. And like, let's not discount the fact that money like does a lot of amazing things that you could start a company. You could give people jobs. You could donate. You could, you know, buy a house. You could do so many amazing things with a million dollars. But it's not going to change your happiness like we've really. and, And this is something we all know, right? We all know that money doesn't buy happiness, but we think it does. And why is that? Why do we think that if we just had more money or if we just had a different job title or if we just were in a relationship, why do we think everything would change? And it's because we're seeking like we're just constantly looking for that thing. Meanwhile, the thing is inside of us, like ready to be ignited. Like we have everything inside of us that we need, but we're just so focused on getting this, getting this life that others have that we are idolizing and like celebrities, you know, we were growing up, it was like magazines, celebrities and magazines and and some people on TV and now it's like social media influencers. Right. Many of them have this like glamorous lifestyle. And we look at that and we think, oh, I just need to be like them. I just need to look like that. I just need to have that car. I just need to have that lifestyle and everything will be great. Right. So that's like, it's just it's that's the treadmill, right? That's the hedonic treadmill. We think the the problem is if you have a million dollars, You could do a lot of really valuable things, but most people end up like the concept with the um, lottery ticket winners. People just play the lottery over and over and over because they think if I just won the lottery, everything would change. But over 70% of those people who hit it big end up going right back to, you know, within just a short few years, end up going right back to their regular lifestyle because we blow the money because we think we need this mansion and all these things, right? And I've noticed this in myself time and time again. First time I can remember this happening was when I had to have a new car when I was a sophomore in college. Like, I just had to have a new car. I had to have a super nice car. I had to, like, show off. And I just wanted to post a picture of it on Instagram. And I just, like, I don't know. I just felt like I needed it. And it was crazy. And I mean, my parents co-signed for me to have this new car. It's like they didn't even buy new cars or even, like, you know, gently used cars. Like, you know, it was a nicer car than they had. And I made them co-sign for it. And I and I thought everything would change. Right. Like and it's it's a lot of that's like subconscious, right? We don't literally say like, oh, this car is gonna make me happy. we think that. And I remember like a week later feeling like, oh shit, I don't feel any different. And now I have this like car debt. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. But it didn't sink in enough. Because within two years, three years, I had to have another car and two, three years after that, I wanted a new one. And twice this year, I've wanted a new car, even though I've only had my Jeep for less than three years. And I luckily both times like came to the realization, like, I don't really need a Mercedes. Like, I'm not actually going to feel any different. I remember like that. That's such a short lived thing. The novelty wears off and then it's like, okay, okay. Like, why did I do this? Like, why did I need this just because other people have it? And like you see it on Instagram, you know, and uh, it's just so crazy. And like, I always have to pull myself back down to earth because it's like we're on this treadmill. We want the thing. We, we do the thing. And then we're like, oh, now I just want something else. And like, it's so it's madness. It's absolute madness. And this isn't to say that buying a new car is wrong and getting a new hairstyle. You know, how many times have you gotten like highlights in your hair, like done, redone your hair and then you're like, oh, I don't even care about this anymore. Like, right. I mean, this is like my life. I do this with nails. Like my friends are always like making comments. of like, I'll have my nails done for like a few months and then I'll rip them off and hate them and never want to get them again. But then I do get them again. And it's like, I don't enjoy sitting and getting my nails done. I enjoy the fuck out of a pedicure. Like give me a pedicure any day of the week because it feels good. and It's like a massage. It's like an enjoyable experience. But I don't like sitting there and having my nails done. But for some reason, every like couple of months, you know, I'll have them off for a few months and then I'll go back to getting them. And it's a cycle because I'll see someone else who has them and I'll think, oh, that's like really glam and pretty and cute. And like, she looks nice with them, so maybe I need them. And then I get them and then I fucking hate them. And then I rip them off. And then a few months later, I see somebody else who has them. Right. It's it's just like this constant seeking for something that we think is going to change things for us. And, you know, I, I just have experienced this so many times. I could give so many examples. I'm sure you can, too. And again, it's not it's there's nothing wrong with getting nails done. There's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. But we have to ask ourselves, like, why am I doing this? And if we're not asking ourselves, why am I doing this? It's because we don't we haven't built up enough self-awareness. And that's what the inner work truly does. And that's what awakening truly is. That's what enlightenment is. It's when you can go through life. Not just doing things, you know, habitually and not just doing things because other people are doing them, but actually having intention behind what you're doing. And I I watched a documentary recently called Happy. I believe it was on Amazon Prime and it was about um, happiness and where it truly comes from. And it was really, really good. And that's where I learned this term, hedonic treadmill. Um, And it just put everything into perspective for me because it's something I've been trying to describe for so long. So if if these exterior gains, if the title, if the job title, if the new new career, if the new promotion, if the new car isn't what makes us happy, then like what does right? what what actually should we be intentionally doing and spending our money on and like focusing on? And of course, we all know, right, like we all know this. It's not it's not the money like it can be things you buy with money intentional things though we probably most of us know that like you know experts say that when you spend money on experiences that's what creates more happiness than spending it on things you know and like i was just able to this this month book a vacation for my family this summer we're going to um like a a uh, <laughs> what am i <laughs> we're going to a lake a lake house and we're staying by the lake and, you know, we don't currently have a boat. We sold our boat a few months ago, but we plan to buy a boat this spring. So we'll have a boat and we'll be boating for, for the um, like long weekend with my family. And that was that was really nice to be able to, to do that for them. You know, we need three bedrooms and we need this and that. And like I was able to just like buy that. And that's cool. And that, that feels good. And that's exciting. It's something to look forward to. It's like I'm able to treat my friends and family. And that's so nice. Um, but you know, hobbies that we, that like lead to personal growth, things that we do that make us feel good, like volunteering and helping friends and family and going on experiences with them and, you know, doing yoga, maybe like a yoga membership. Like those are the type of things that actually bring us joy in our lives, you know, um, working on spiritual growth, working on discovering who we really are, going deeper within ourselves. And if that requires like a course or like a coach or whatever, those are things we can spend money on that actually benefit us. And it's just, it's just stuff we already know. But for some reason, it's not like what people are doing in the media, right? We don't, the Kardashians are not doing any of this. All they're doing is showing you their new purses and their new cars. And then they're fighting over, first world things and you're just like, oh, I need to have that life, you know, and it's and it's just giving us these messages that just are so, so surface level and then we don't go deep. And going deep is where we find the happiness. Um, so creating a purpose filled life and career, you know, I mean, this this career that I have now has brought me so much joy. And I'm so grateful that I get to do something I love all day, every day. There's no part of my business that I don't enjoy doing. And that's amazing. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that like, that makes me internally happy. Because I, I have told you this before, like when I quit my job, when I finally quit my nine to five that I wanted to quit so badly for so long, I thought I would just be happy. Like I really did. And I woke up like maybe a week later and I was like, fuck. I actually don't feel any different. And so I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself to be grateful. And that's part of my day It's gratitude. Like that's something I do every single day habitually. Now I don't even have to try. Um, so that makes it easier, but, and, and I love like, like f- being filled with purpose feels incredible, but like, we have to remember that seeking is the problem like i spent so long seeking and just wanting it so badly and and that whole like time i wasn't really living in the moment because i was just wanting something else and that wanting period first of all that's us living in lack which just creates more lack where if we can sink into the moment and be happy with what we have now and be grateful for what you have now that's gonna bring us what we truly need and i know that can sound like counterintuitive because it's like Well, if I'm too grateful for what I have now and the job I have now, won't I just like, I'm not going to be focused on my new career. So how will that work? But when we're so focused on wanting, we're basically telling ourselves, like, I don't have it. It's not here. Like, where is it? And that's all lack. It's all lack based. But if we develop this, like, mixture of being really grateful for the moment, living in the moment, being happy, being excited, but also, like, Seeing that future vision, like knowing that the future is you doing the things you want to do, that is like the sweet spot. That's where manifestation really kicks in. It's that trust that the life that you are dreaming of is on its way to you always in perfect timing, but that you're not in this frantic rush and you're not like desperately needing it right now, wondering where it is and feeling sorry for yourself that it hasn't happened faster because that's a space I was often in, not going to lie. So I definitely still want to be wealthy and appreciate the wealth that I do have. And it's not that I'm going to like never buy anything expensive again. I mean, I fully want to travel and stay at five-star resorts and like get massages all the time and go to fancy restaurants because they have amazing food. But I want to like, do it with intention. I I don't want to do these things because someone else is doing them or, you know, someone else got this new purse. So now I need to go get a new purse. That's not what's going to fulfill me. Like fulfillment comes from my deep purpose being fulfilled and like, and following my passions and doing things that light me up and doing things with friends and family. That's, that's where happiness is. And so I was so excited to record this episode because I finally have a name to tell you guys and I really feel like this is going to be so helpful if you can just keep this in mind and start to look at look back on your life and see the times when maybe you've done this. You know, what decisions have you made when really you it wasn't from a place of deeply wanting it, like purposefully wanting it, but from a place where someone else had it or someone else looked good in it or If I don't have it, then it means something about me or it's image based or it's, you know, I want to be able to do this so I can share it on social media. Like that's not like a a purpose filled reason to do something. Right. So that's my message today. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Would love to hear any feedback. If you guys are like, oh, my gosh, if you have a breakthrough from this, if you're thinking, damn, I've been living my life without intention and now you're. I'm focusing on building intention in your life. I'd love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm at Canada.confidence. Um, yeah, and we can chat over there. And just so you guys know, I do still have a couple spots left in my brand new program called Transcend. And this is my one-to-one spiritual mentoring program. And I used to used to call it confidence coaching. And it's still going to be about building confidence, building belief in yourself, looking at the areas of your life that you're not satisfied with and learning to manifest what you want in your life intentionally. But we're going a lot deeper. We're going into the spirituality aspect because spirituality to me is guidance from within. It's learning to trust yourself. It's learning to follow your intuition that has changed everything about my life. And so I know that in this program, this one to one mentoring, we're going to change everything about your life, too. We're going to shift your perspective so you can see a bigger vision for yourself so that you can know there's more out there for you and know how to go out there and get it. And I'm going to be there holding your hand, holding you accountable, giving you support, giving you guidance. Um, It's really going to be an eye opening experience and it's six months long and I'm just so excited. So if you go to the show notes, there's going to be a link to find out more and book a free call to see if this is going to be a good fit. Okay. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll see you next time.